The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Got Byron Leftwich in the house? <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, what are you doing, Byron? Your offensive play call sucks. Hey, you know, I was thinking about my upcoming job. Uh, job I got, so... Hey Byron, even though I hate on you, I can't get mad. You have a ring though. You got a ring last year. That brother does have a ring, so yep. I, I got a ring and I had to deal with Antonio Clown. Man, he was in Tom Brady's back pocket. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you had to hey, deal with Antonio. It was a partnership. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Hey, from what I heard, Tom Brady's like one of the nicest dudes in the league, man. So if you have to deal with somebody to get a ring, I'd love to deal with uh, Tom Brady than uh, Belichick. Yeah. Hey, there have been many coaches carried to the championship. He's <laughs> the first. Oh, yeah. Totes. Right. You're listening to the What's Up Falcons podcast with Rock, Hoop, Q, Aries, Falcon, and keeping it sexy, LG. What's up? What's up? What's up? And welcome to the What's Up Falcons podcast. My name is Rock, and I'm joined with my boy Q in the house. What's going on, Q? Happy New Year, fellas. We haven't we've talked to you. We haven't talked to you since the new year. Yeah, I don't think so. Nope. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, we have. Yeah, yeah, I'm like we we've had that talk yeah, to you. Yeah, we definitely even even I was on the show. <laughs> I don't remember. I think he only missed one show. Q last the last show. But then the week before that, we didn't have a show. We canceled. Yeah, but I think we, we before the season was out. You you were on one of the shows, so. I think the last show I did was we talked about the Carolina Panthers game. Okay. Well, you're here now. And we're also joined with the mysterious Byron Lethwich. <laughs> What's up, Byron? What up, what up, what up? You, 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 you trying to get a job <laughs> as a head coach or something? Uh, uh, what do you call it? The uh, got to strike while iron is hot. I'm a hot name. <laughs> All right, man. I'm the Bears. <laughs> I got a hater over here. <laughs> Damn, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Byron, and uh, I got to admit, I'm a hater of you when you were with the Falcons, so just so we're clear. Hey, that pass that went into the end zone is not my fault. <laughs> <laughs> you have an arm. I'll give you the arm. It's just your athleticness. <laughs> I was aiming for the fans. <laughs> and his will to eat a cheeseburger. <laughs> I've dropped 20. Thank you. <laughs> and we're also joined with, from all the way on the West Coast, the notorious vid maker, Mr. Aries Falcon. What's up, Aries? What it is. What it is. It's a, it's a new era. It's a new regime coming upon the, uh, the Aints. Yeah. I'm about to be the Aints again. Oh, yeah. We're going to talk about all that stuff. Yeah, the Aints are in a world of hate. And hurt, and all that. But, uh, Aries, you sound good today, man. You you doing good? You sound like you. Uh, I'm doing. 
Cool, cool. Well, I want to thank everybody for checking us out here at the What's Up Falcons podcast. And don't forget, you can hit us up at, uh, on Twitter at What's Up Falcons, and you can send us a text at 770-268-0555. And definitely check us out exclusively at Armchair All-American. All right, fellas. We're here. And, uh, you know, our season's over, so... Uh, the real winners are still playing. <laughs> so uh, we're on the couch with everybody else. And uh, Mr. Brady's on the couch with us now. And Mr. Rogers is on the couch with us. But uh, but there's a lot of stuff that's happening that we could talk about. You know what I'm saying? Y'all good with that? Indeed. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Well, we'll, we'll start off, man. We'll talk about... Uh, Last week's playoffs game, man. Um, you guys check out the playoffs game. They were pretty exciting. I saw, I saw the uh, San Francisco game. I think I, it was that I saw Saturday night. Uh, no, no, no. It was the Green Bay game. Yes, yeah, Green Bay. Yeah, oh, yeah. Same, same game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that game. I didn't see the Chiefs game. Is what I didn't see. That was crazy. Oh, man. You, you missed the, one hell of a game. That was the game of the year. That's what I hear, man. I hate that I missed that because I thought the the Green Bay uh, Francisco game was pretty good. Nah, man, you missed it, bro. <laughs> that was crazy. <laughs> that Buffalo Kansas City game. Oh my god! And what am I instant, talking about? Instant classic. And what am I talking about? I meant Patriots, and <laughs> it was the Patriots game that that I was talking about, man. Oh, there wasn't nothing to see in the Patriots game, but. But it was a big turnaround, though, man. You know, it was, um, you know, Brady brought him back, man. I thought it was going to get him ready for the, the reverse we, jokes. We, we must be talking about the Bucks game. Rock, Rock, get it together. The Patriots have been out the playoffs for football two weeks now. So what are you talking about? I'm thinking Tom Brady. I'm thinking Tom Brady, Q. Goddamn. But, uh, I mean, the Bucks. I'm sorry. Y'all know what I'm talking about. I just can't get it out. And I'm drinking my my third beer, so that might have something to do with it. Go, 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 go. Ah, but anyway. So, yeah. So, we had um, Tom Brady. Uh, it was the Bucks versus um, the Bills. No, it wasn't the Bills. Who were they the playing? Rams. The Rams. I'm way off, man. <laughs> Bucks Rams Bucks Rams That was a good one That's a, It was definitely a good one I watched that one But I didn't watch Kansas City Bills Bills Yeah Yeah Yeah. the Rams game Was a good one I'm, I'm just glad For the outcome That's all I have to say Yeah We're sweating it For a minute there I know When uh, Matt Stafford uh, Didn't get that snap And it went like 10 yards behind him I was like Oh no Not the not this Brady factor. Man, I was You're laughing so hard. I was like, there must be like a Brady curse or something. <laughs> I was like, because if this dude pulls this off, I'm running out the restaurant. I was at because people were definitely hating on uh, on Tom Brady. <laughs> I, I can't hate on him, man. He he brought him back. You know, he they all they came very close to winning that. You know. No, no. The only, no. The only reason the they Rams, lost is they, they called an all-out blitz on that last play, and they should have dropped the, back. The Rams gave that away. I mean, let's, let's be real. They, they had three turnovers, three turnovers. If it wasn't mm-hmm. for them damn turnovers. 
It, it wouldn't have even been that close. Yeah, but that's part of the game, though. And I mean, no, no, that happens. Though. There was, yeah. you know, when both those fumbles, I mean, they clearly put some claws on the on that ball. I mean, you know, that's tough. That's not that wasn't a coincidence. Rams got Aaron Donald, man. He's like best player on the field. That's yeah, true. and that was that was one of the things too. And the Bucks you know, had Donkey Kong. Brady didn't have a lot of time in the first half. In the second half, either either the Rams took the foot out the gas or. Well, they made some adjustments. The Bucks made some adjustments at halftime, but at halftime, I was like, "Man, I thought it was going to overtime." I was like, "This goes to overtime." Right. Like, the Bucks gonna get this one. Do you think y'all th- that Brady's gonna hang it up, or you think he's gonna do one more season? I hope he hangs his shit up. I hope oh, he does whatever, whatever makes him happy, man. But if he can come back and win another Super Bowl at forty-five, no, <laughs> good luck to him. No, he needs to retire. Hang it up. Why is that though? Yeah, he's winning. Because <laughs> I want him out of the league. <laughs> oh, personal reasons. Yeah, so we can win the division with our eight and nine record. <laughs> 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 right. No, nah, I mean I, I want him out of the league, but um, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't think he's gonna. I, I don't think he's ready to hang it up yet. They had a lot of injuries in Tampa, so going into that game, I was like, "If you can pull this off with all these injuries, y'all, y'all might be a really good team." I didn't think they could do it, but if you get everybody healthy, you realize you could take a fool like Crab Legs, send them back down to Tampa, <laughs> and might do all right. Yeah. Or, you know, there's talk. Somebody said Aaron Rodgers could be interested in that job. That could be an interesting scenario. Could you imagine Aaron Rodgers, young legs, can move, scramble, which Brady couldn't do, scramble. Yeah. And throwing to Mike Evans, Godwin. I'm sure Gronk would come back for that one. I don't Gronk know. He's also saying he doesn't know what he's going to do. He's waiting to decide. He said, if you ask me today, it's a no. But he said, you know, let me see Let me see how I feel in about a month. That's cold for I want to see what Tom is going to do. I agree. Oh, that's yeah. Great. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, he's going to do what Tom does. But that's his, that's his boy. You saw a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. He needed this. He needed one more catch for his $1 million bonus. And Brady had been benched. Yeah. And Brady grabbed his helmet and went back into the game to, to throw that pass to him to get his $1 million dollar incentive so and Byron well, Leftwich boy. facilitated that he's a player's <laughs> coach <laughs> yeah Byron the coach left with you yeah what's going on with that what happened I mean you know I try to do Antonio Brown the same way he just wouldn't play by the rules <laughs> I want to yeah. give him money Antonio Brown is a fool because I think well, I don't think there's another team in the league that would have given him as much love and watched out for him as much as that Bucks team especially Brady you already, you already posted the picture on Twitter with him in a Ravens jersey. Uh, Lamar. Brown is too much of a... Uh, I don't think anybody yeah. will take him. I'd be very surprised to see if he gets signed. Yeah, he's too... He has issues, man, off mentally that no one's going to take a chance with this guy anymore, especially after that. You know, yeah, why? He's getting, that, wow. he's, getting that, he's getting that T.O. treatment. Right. But he, he asked for it, so... And then, what do y'all think about the Sunday night game? Uh, Mr. Patrick Mahomes and um, I, like I said I didn't see that game but you said that was the game to see that, that was the game of the year right there that was the game of the year that was the game Up of the year this yeah. point, that, that was the best game I've seen all season last five minutes were crazy 
All right. Well, I've been meaning to watch it, so I, I can. I still have it saved, so I can. I can check it out. When the Bucks well, tied up you. the game in the Bucks game, they tied the game. I was like, this might be one of the best games of the year. Wow. I had no idea what was what was coming. What were you going to say, Byron? Tyreek Hill threw the peace sign when the guy was ahead of him. Dude, <laughs> dude had an angle. He throws the peace sign up. Like you're not. Don't. I'm going to pass you, and I'm going to score. That's it, man. That dude might be a freak of nature. Is he the fastest dude in the league? Uh, that's toss with him and somebody. I think they were trying to actually. Somebody said Lamar Jackson was just as fast, but I'm kind of like. He is pretty fast. So, but Ty- Ty- I don't know if like, he's that fast. Yeah, he's like world class track speed. Yeah, <laughs> wow. Well, man, those were some good games. And. Uh, I enjoyed them, and I enjoyed them on my DraftKings. I'm a one, a little bit of change, you know, not a whole lot, but just a little bit. Uh, don't let the IRS know that. <laughs> it wasn't much, trust me. They won't come looking for me for what I want. I mean, it you went. Doing parlays? Did what? You doing parlays? What are you? You doing like prop bets? What's that? Are you trying to get you know multiple games? Oh yeah, 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 games? yeah, 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 definitely, totally. But I. I think at one point, I mean, like I said, it was chump change. At one point, I got up to about eighty bucks, and then at the at the end, I won like thirty dollars. I played those dollar, three dollar, two dollar games, you know. Let's talk about some of these other. <laughs> Let's talk about some of these other games. Is anybody buying this um, Cincinnati Bengals team? Joe Burrow's a man. I'm riding with Burrow. I said that after week one. You riding with them this weekend? After uh, what you saw Mr. I mean, Mahomes did? I mean, hey, Mahomes, I've seen Mahomes be a mortal sometimes. Hey, I, I was going to bring that up. That Super Bowl loss to the Bucks last year, should he even have been on the field? I mean, because you can clearly see with that toe being healed mm-hmm. compared to the way that toe was hurting him in the Super Bowl where he couldn't do anything. I mean, obviously, you know, you got to start your starter in the Super Bowl, but should he even been on the field? Because this dude is night and day when that toe's better. And he started off the season, and they said that toe was still giving him a little bit of trouble. And then at one point, they said the toe was fine. And it seems like once about the time they said the toe was fine, Kansas City just took off and never looked back. Right. He gonna, he gonna play Super Bowl if he can stand up. Man. Yeah, I know, I know. Might but be, might be right. I, I wonder if he hurt him more than he helped him because uh, because you can definitely tell he's back to his form from back in you know that 2019. Mm-hmm. You know, Pat. Oh yeah, he's back to his. He's, he's back to being that beast he was. So I wonder now looking back at it, I'm like, man, should he even been out there for the Super Bowl? Hmm. I will have to admit, Joe Burrow and him shouldn't have won that game. He gets sacked eight times in the playoffs. No <laughs> way he should win the game. No way. Right. But they uh, found a way, and I-, I would like to, you know, I'm going for the underdog. So. Okay. Joe right. Burrow's my guy. I did pick Joe on my draft, so he helped me out a little bit. Is anybody buying this Rams team? Are they that legit? I don't know. I don't know, man. I was going to say no, but they're pulling it off. I mean, they got past the Tampa Bay team that was struggling. A lot of, a lot of everything I watched on ESPN, everybody was like, 
Tampa could do it, but they were like, they probably won't do it just because of all the injuries. You know, they had, you know, two of their best receivers missing, right. some defensive guys missing. And so for it to be that close of a game, I'm kind of like, I don't know, man. I'm like, if Tampa Bay were healthy, y'all be going home right now. I don't know, man. I don't know, but... Um... They did a great job of shutting Gronk down. There was twice where Gronk had his hands open where he thought he was selling into the end zone. Somebody came and just took it away. But I was laughing my ass off when Jalen Ramsey got beat by Mike Evans for that touchdown. Yeah, yeah he had a little sassy fit, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The same little sassy fit he has when he walks into the arena with that little sassiness. And those rumpers he wears. <laughs> Man. I didn't even... Um... I didn't see um, Jalen, but uh, I totally believe it. Sorry, I'm trying to mess up my light here. But uh, well, yeah, it was an exciting weekend, man. And then we have uh, another weekend coming up, so we'll we'll give our predictions about that later in the show. But um, all right, let's talk about our team, man, and and things that's going on with us right about now. You know, let's uh, let's address one thing. Let's talk about this uh, Ridley trade rumors, man. They're starting to heat up some more, and um, I think that from the rumors, I think Ridley definitely doesn't want to be here, and I think that they're going to try to do a trade for him. I don't think they want to, but they don't want they don't want to keep him here if he doesn't want to uh, to be here. So, so question: What's that? <clears throat> this whole mental health thing was that serious or was that I don't want to be here and this is my out where I can just make it known in a different way I don't know man I don't because that dude left and never came back I thought at least he would pop back in the last two games of the season or something like that to kind of show everybody hey I, I went through a lot I was doing doing some things dealing with some things but hey I'm back to finish right. this season and let's look forward to next year but that dude didn't come back at all I, but he's had his he had his black ass at that Georgia um, right. Alabama game on the sideline which pissed me off yeah I, I just think he doesn't want to really be here especially since Julio was gone and you know I think they kind of roll in the same circles a little bit and uh, and plus you know our fan base was lighting him up you know all over Twitter and everyone knows that he's on Twitter because he's pretty young and we, we talked about all this before but um, I think outside of his decisions I think that the trade talks are really starting and uh, I don't know if you guys have heard of uh, Jeremy Fowler of ESPN of course uh, he, he's pretty much thinking that uh, there's a robust market for Ridley out there and that the trade may happen. Let Who's going to take him with all that nonsense, though? I, if I was an owner, I'd be like, uh-uh. He doesn't this have, dude, he doesn't this have dude a big mate. salary number, though. So he's like... He's still in that first-year contract? Like yeah, so if you want to take that chance... It's not like Julio, we're just like, shit, we'll take a fourth round, just take right. the damn contract get the fuck on I'm sorry the hell on no I was, I was trying to read a quote from um, with Jeremy Fowler it was reported that uh, the market would be robust for Ridley once he's available in a trade Fowler further stated that if he is back in the NFL lineup next season multiple teams view Ridley as a top 10 uh, wide out so so maybe Aries can explain this to me 
how do you become available for a trade? He, if he's able, if, if he's able for a trade, he's able for a trade. It, it, it doesn't matter. If does the team have to, does the team have to say that though? Does the team have to say you're eligible for a trade? I, I, I was going to ask that other question, so you just answered I, that. So you don't have to be active. It doesn't matter that he that he's no, been you inactive. Know, you don't, like you don't have to be active. You, the only way that stops a trade is if the player is hurt. So, yeah, because they don't want damaged goods, right? Right. right. But is he mentally hurt? Is he damaged goods, or is all this nonsense? No, That's it, what I'm it, trying to get I, down to. He has he has to be physically hurt. And that's what he said. So, yeah. So, so the fact that whether he's on the roster or not or playing, they can trade him. It just comes down to who's going to want to trade for him. Right. Exactly. And and what's the value for him? And mm, probably a fourth round pick. I don't see him. Mm, well, that's know. that's not the rumors so far. The rumors are saying uh, that he could get more for him. Yeah, he could. He could be worth a number one. But uh, you know, I'll take it. I don't think he's worth it, but I would take it. Well, conditionally, they would, they said conditionally he would be a second round pick, which could turn into number one based on his playing time. So it seems like no matter what, it's a sweet spot, sweet spot for Ridley. So he he can be either go as a number one or you know, or at least a second round pick. But it will be one of those two. I mean, how did things go south so quick with quick, uh, quickly with Ridley? I didn't even know he wanted out. I thought he was just dealing with mental health stuff. Well, I mean, from what I right heard, it, it is the mental health, but I think he used that as an excuse so he does he so he wouldn't have to play. So I mean, I mean, he could be to what to, to what to stay healthy, to stay healthy Pretty for much. another team, or what do you mean? Okay, yeah, okay. that's gotta be that's gotta be a factor. You yeah. don't want to turn no ankle or no knee and shit. Hey. And which I was saying, Atlanta, I mean, it would be up to Atlanta to make that trade. And they have until the start of the new league year, which is in March. But I think from what Damn. I also heard that they want him to stay. But if he doesn't want to be here, then that's when they will start, the, you know, the willing and dealing. So if so, if that goes through, well, if he goes, man, that's gonna throw a monkey wrench in the draft. I think. Well, not necessarily. It could work out because. Uh, all right, let's talk about spots where Ridley could land. I mean, I don't know what you guys have, but I just jotted down some based off stuff I was researching. The Eagles could use a wide receiver. The Patriots could use a wide receiver. The Dolphins could use a right receiver, and you have the Alabama connection with Tua. So you got that happening. I don't even know if Tua will be starting next year. That dude. Oh, he will. He totally will. Uh, Jacksonville could use a wide receiver. And the Cowboys. Uh, and then you have the Ravens, and then you got the Texans. And yeah, you so definitely yeah. There's a market for him. If I look for a team to make a big move this season, I think it will be the Ravens. Well, I just see them. They're, they're kind of there. Mm-hmm. You know, they missed the playoffs this year, but I think because Lamar Jackson missed like the last three or four games of the season. But if I can see a team and they're getting ready to re-sign Harbaugh, I think if I see a team going all out, it could be uh, it could be Baltimore. Right. And And, you know, to think about it too, man, that, you know, a first or a second round pick could be good for us for this draft especially because we are pretty stacked in this draft 
And um, so, I don't know. I'm not against it if he wants to go. Because if he don't want to be here, we just definitely kick rocks. What do you mean by we're pretty stacked in this draft? What are you saying? Well, we we have a lot of uh, we have a lot of draft. Our our first four picks are pretty good. Now I'll talk about that. That's coming up next. But uh, we're looking pretty good as far as draft picks, especially with the Julio trade. But let's 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 before we get into all that, let's talk about Mr. Julio, the Julio trade playoffs in general. So. I guess we can say best, now. Best thing that happened to us. Exactly. Exactly. Because I think he now. He his first touchdown pass into the last game of the regular season. Yep. Uh, you know, so it's a wrap. Basically, the, the deal is done. Season's over. And it's safe to say that um, since the Titan has lost, they since they lost, it's confirmed that with we traded for, we think we, we picked a second round pick for Julio. We're going to be going uh, 58th from that pick, from, from that trade for Julio in the second round. So, you know, that's pretty good for us, you know. So we'll, you know, we'll, we're still up high in the trade to get who we need. So it's, I would say it's fair to say that we won that trade with um, the Titans for Julio. I just wonder, are we going to take a quarterback in this draft? Probably not. Probably not. We're going to roll with Matt? Yes. It's too expensive to get rid of Matt now. Yeah. Still got dead money with Julio. I'm not saying get rid of Matt. I'm just saying... I'm just saying... I don't see Matt playing but maybe one or two more years. Right. (laughs) And it'll be here. Matt? 30, 38? Matt's up there. I don't know. I don't know if these quarterbacks in this draft are... Supposed to be all that, unless I right. miss somebody. I know that dude from Pitt is good. He's supposed to be a top ten pick. Yeah, he's like he's like top ten. Rock said we got so many holes. Like we got so many holes. Yeah, <laughs> we need to address. And you know, I don't. Let's keep the quarterback upright first. And no and, matter who it is, exactly. And cute. And also, that was one of the reasons why Arthur Smith came here because of Matt Ryan. He's he's totally on board with Matt Ryan, and even when they asked him about it, he's happy to work with Matt, and he wants him to stay here. So, I don't think Matt's going anywhere. So, I don't think they're going to start wasting a pick on a quarterback. If they were going to do that, they would have did it this previous season, this previous draft. Yeah, I'm just worried about the quarterback of the future because I don't know how long Matt's going to stick around. Well, I think they'll probably address that next year. Future quarterbacks getting massages, right? And chilling. Not Justin Fields. (laughs) Sean Watts. No. (laughs) Oh, uh, Rebby Tucky, uh, Sucky uh, Sean Watson. (laughs) Happy ending. Got paid a whole year salary for chilling. Kept his body. Hey. Happy ending. Hey, if Robert Kraft could walk away scot free, then uh, he needs to also. Well, that is was there's a big difference there, Q. Robert Kraft is white, white <laughs> and rich. Yeah, I know, white and rich. Exactly. Welcome to the new America. All right. Well, let's go ahead and talk about the picks that um, that we are now. Since it's pretty much safe to say it, they're all pretty much locked in. And the Falcons, we have the first our first four picks, and the first round we're going eighth overall. Um, and the second round, we go 40th overall. 
and we have two picks in the second round. So we go 40th, and then we go 58th from the yeah 58th from the Julio trade. And then we have a on the third round we go 70 72nd overall. But there's a possibility we could get five picks in the first three rounds because if they do this Ridley trade. I mean, we pos- we could have a number one pick in the first round, so we could possibly have two picks in the first round, or maybe three in the in the, in the second round. So we have a lot of options. Is all I'm saying. What do y'all think about that? Hey, just be smart with them. Cool. I don't want to see. I mean, a receiver drafted early. I don't. Right. And they can pick that up see. in the off. In I the- defense. Yeah. Yeah. I want to see defense. I'm with you. I went out and I want some of your boys. What about the offensive line? That can be fixed in free agency. I feel like we tried that and it didn't work. But yeah, well, that because because that, those were different people that, 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 that was doing the picks. That's true. And we still have two guys on the front line on O line queue that we picked not too long ago too. So. You know, one worked out, the other one, not so much. But maybe in free agency, we can try that again with the with the with Terry Fontenot instead of Thomas. Right, right, and and, and that's what I'm saying because hopefully he makes a better decision. Because be and and, and for one, there's a lot of people that's on the Saints defense and offense that won't be able to stay because their cap hit. So. He could yeah. convince him to come over or whatever, but That's I mean, offensive line can be improved through free agency. Yeah, and that's that's definitely interesting, especially with the whole uh, Saints connection because they already have their cap issues, definitely. But uh, hmm, but I mean, overall, man, it should be a good draft for us, man. We have a lot of options. We have a new GM. So hopefully this can be the actual beginning of the new Falcons. I feel a little confident in it. What do you guys feel a little confident in it that we have this many options? Yeah, I kind of do. I, I mean, I, I, I'm not expecting much be, because of of how we did did our um, free agency and, and drafts in the past. Right. It's just I don't I don't expect a, you know what I'm saying a big splash right. on on either side of the ball due to free agency, but. I do want to see some some type of improvements to the front line. What do you think, Byron? Um, I just don't want GM to get cute and get all these picks and on draft day. Like, oh, we trade that so we can move up 10 spots. No. Right. Get your damn picks. Right. Uh, you know, make, make some of them. Like, don't. I mean, I know they're trying to make the correct picks, but we seem to have strike out more often than hitting the last few years on some of those picks. So, yeah, don't get cute. That's true. And like you said, Thomas is not here to do that anymore. And when Terry did it last year, you know, he only worked with what he had. So I, I feel still a little more confident in him, especially this, this time around. Where everything is totally done, you know, with as far as Quinn. Go ahead, Aries. But I, but I, 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 I think with 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 Terry, this is going to be the point where he got to show us 
why they brought him in to to make this team better. If he can't do that with this draft and free agency, then it's going to be a problem. It's going to be a long two, three years. I agree. I, I, yeah, I agree. I don't think they're going to give him very long if if this stuff continues the way it's been. So, no, I, I totally agree with that. What do you feel, Q? I don't know. I'm just I'll just wait and see. I really don't. I really don't know. But you're not excited for all the options that we have, though. The picks we have. I'm excited, but I feel like, you know, like we were saying, there's a lot of holes. Yeah. And you know, depending on rookies to come in and fill those holes, we saw how that worked out with Cal Pitts. I thought Cal Pitts had a a pretty decent season, but you know, coming in, there was so much pressure and so much hype around Cal Pitts, and then I felt like he didn't really live up to it. I disagree. I thought he, I thought he, you know, he definitely had a slow start, but I think once he started to get his rhythm, he definitely improved as the season went on. So with this off season and then coming in, you know, in the second year, oh, I, I think next year he'll come back in the second year as a beast, but yeah, but he didn't have it much, was a, definitely a slow start and you can't start slow in the NFL though. I mean, you can't, but you know. look who he had around him. You know, the only offense he had was uh, Cordell Patterson. Was no, he really was there from the beginning of the season too. Like I said, only person he had there was Cordell Patterson. <laughs> uh, you know, so <laughs> you know. Burn. And and I mean, honestly, honestly, for real, all he had was 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 Cordell Patterson, and we went from four, a four win team to an eight win team. So I mean, mm-hmm. hey. Yeah, man. So I mean, for him doing that, you know, I I thought he did had a pretty decent first year. We were eight win team because there was there was an extra week in there to get that extra win. Okay, so we went. Okay, so we went from a four win team to a seven win team. It's it's still a improvement, no matter how you look at it. But it's still not enough. But no, but it's seven wins ain't gonna do anything. But but it's an improvement. You can't expect to go from four wins to 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 having a. 10 win team it's not going to happen it's got to take time so for, for what he showed us in, in, in this season that that's a nice jump whether you want to count 3 wins more or 4 wins more it doesn't matter If that's a nice jump in his first year with what he had okay well, I saw some other teams make a nice jump but it still didn't amount to anything Miami Jacksonville yeah, Q, but you know how we were, man. I mean, we were... <laughs> we're, we're, we're Miami had... Tua. They got a... a, a, a top five receiver. Their, their, their front line is... is, is, is didn't, Tua get, didn't Tua get benched like twice this year? He's a second-year quarterback. Okay, so you're so, saying the second year quarterback, but the first year guys we're going to draft are going to come in and make a difference. Okay, we're not talking, we're not talking about quarterbacks, Q. The quarterback I'm position just talking is, about, is, the just hardest, talking about, is the hardest point to transition to from college to pro. I get it. I get it. And a lot of these quarterbacks fell this year. Justin Fields looked like a bomb. The kid down in Jacksonville with the long hair, what's his name? Oh, you know, you know like how a, horrible that team is? You're talking about Trevor Lawrence? Trevor Lawrence, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah I know. You're talking about Sunshine. Are, but 
but they want a couple more games. Of... Team was? Yeah, yeah, of course. Okay. So what, what, what did you expect them to do? Like that was that was the talk. See, where's my Twitter chat? That was the talk about everybody. Nobody expected Trevor Trevor Lawrence to come out there and and just ball out in his first. No, I didn't expect him to ball out. Hello? To throw the ball to nobody to block for him. So I mean, you know, it it, it was going to happen. It was that, that team going two and fourteen or two and sixteen was going to happen. I, don't, I I agree with that. I mean, you know, you these guys coming out like this, they're not going to make a big splash first time out. I mean, some have, but it, like what Ari says, it's I think it has a lot to do with what's around you as what we're living. You know, we have a great quarterback, but people don't think so because of what's around him. He does what he can do. He needs help. So, you know. No, I agree, but I don't think you're going to find that much hope in the draft. If, I mean, you find a little be, bit, though. As far, as far as what? As far as what, though? I'm just saying as far as winning games. No, I mean, like, we, we, you won't find that much help in what the offensive line or drafting defense. Because have you seen this year's draft class? Do you, do you f- 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 follow college football to see who's coming out in the draft? I mean, to a point, yeah, but I mean, no matter who comes out, I don't think you're going to turn this team around. I mean, we just have so many holes. I mean, we've been hyped about the draft every season, it seems like. You know, the fast, fast few seasons, we do this draft thing where we all sit on the phone and we talk and we're all super excited. And then what do we end up but with? But this is the first year of, of, of our, of, of a, this is the first, first year draft that we have with a new GM and a new, new GM that we don't, we don't. So there's uncertainty. But you look what he did in New Orleans. Okay, and what did Arthur Smith do in Tennessee? That was all Terry. That was all Terry. That defense is all Terry. That offensive line is Terry. So will you see what he did over time with the Saints? The Saints were horrible. Yeah, but the key word is over time. So what? So you expecting like this dramatic going from? No, no, no. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm saying we don't have that much time. We got a quarterback that's that's up there in age, who might be gone after another year or two. Yeah, we'll get another one. Like you start the process over of rebuilding if you get a new quarterback. We just just said the last breath that we need that you know new quarterbacks need time. I just talked about you know Trevor Lawrence. We just talked about Justin Fields. They need time. That's the hardest position in your Justin, words. Justin Fields played great, but his front line was horrible. If you go back and watch his tape, he made the passes. He made the reads. It's just he didn't have the time to throw the ball because his front line was garbage. Who who does Justin Fields have to throw the ball to? Don't worry, I'll wait. No, I have a lot to throw the ball too, but he made some bad decisions. Okay, okay. So, I mean, so, considering so, he's okay. a scrambling quarterback, there's times where he could have taken off. Remember so Mike Vick's first few throw years this in out there. Let me throw this out there. We fixed their front line. Two years, Justin Fields' contract is up. They decide that they want to go somewhere else. We pick him up. So now we have a front line to bring him in. And, and, and you got Kyle Pitts. I don't know if we'll still have Hurst, but we'll, we'll have. You know what I'm saying? Like the, the other receivers on the team. So now, so now you made a big jump from having a older aging quarterback 
to a young quarterback who all he needed was a little help. Okay, so it sounds like we're on the same page then. So you're saying two years, and I'm saying you're not going to fix this thing next year. I don't, I don't know next year no, that no, we're a playoff I don't, team. I don't, I don't think, I don't think it's going to make a big jump next year, but it's going to be better, 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 better than what we had this year. Oh yeah, I yeah. get that, but I'm just saying, you know, everybody cares about how you know, not me, but everybody else. It seems like when you listen to the radio and you look at everything on the internet, everybody cares about how quickly can you make it back to the playoffs. Can this team make it back to the playoffs next year? Yeah, that's what. But, that's what. The, I mean, I, I get it, but most of those people—they're just fans because they live in a city, and you know why not cheer for a team? And they want the team to win. They don't understand what goes into building that team. So those are your just average, every, average everyday fans. Mm-hmm. When you when you talk to a diehard fan like me, Shine. We can break it down to you to what to the to the point to where like oh okay, and like all teams don't pop up just overnight, you know. So people like oh, where did the 49ers come from? They've been building this team for the last three years. Oh, where did Tennessee come from? They've been building that team, right? Like, like when you look at the Cincinnati Bengals, <clears throat> when they had when they had Joe Burrow on that team, and that draft came out. Everybody said that they were going to go offensive line. I said, no, they're going to take Jamar Chase because the chemistry he's got with, with Burrow is invaluable. To build that chemistry but with there the, are the quarterback and receiver. There are hmm? exceptions. What about the Cleveland Browns? There's a, there, there are the exceptions. Well, they rushed that. That team is a well, – how can I put it? Um, I, want, I don't want to say a, a puzzle. But it's like it's like a buffet uh, table. You know, so they grab a little bit of this from this team, you know, a little bit of that from that team, a little bit, little bit of this from that, and and hope that that team would be better. But the the key point of of that team is the quarterback. And I'm not and I'm not trying to argue with the Aries. I was just kind of feeding you to lead right. you into what you were saying because now you're putting it out there for the average fan that doesn't know. You just laid it down. I mean, I think it, that is true. I mean, what, what you both are seeing, it definitely takes time to build something that can last and a winning uh, formula. But being here in the city, like you were saying, Aries, a lot of people want to be a part of something. But there are people that have been diehards that have been here since the 80s and stuff that are they still support the team, but they're really let down and frustrated because year after year outside of our winning year, you know, we've been the laughing stock. We can't get anywhere. You know, we had the issue that happened in the nineties when we got there and some people said that was a fluke, but we got there and then we blew it. And then we got there again. It took so long and all the stuff we went through to get back there and we had it and we should have won it. We all know what happened. And so we thought that, well, all right, next year, add another piece, another piece there. But it seems like every year it got worse and worse. So, I mean, both of you guys are right. And I think at this point, it's totally like, I, I'll say it. I don't think we're going to get there with Matt. I've, I've come to that after this season. I don't, I don't think, I think we'll get to the playoffs, but I don't think we're going to get to the Super Bowl with Matt. Mm, I don't know if we'll ever see playoff again with Matt because I don't think Matt will be here in year, what are we, 2022? I don't think Matt will be here for the start of the season 2025. I think Matt's 
Matt's down to his probably his last two to three seasons tops. I think okay. now, now we were, I would say, one to two games off from going to the playoffs this year. With with the right, you know, what I'm saying pieces added to this team, they can make the playoffs. But yeah, you can pick the right pieces on paper, but are those pieces the right pieces in an actual game? Because it seems like every season we're like, okay, we picked the right pieces on paper. Yeah, we 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 got it. We killed that draft. But then when it comes to game time, we realize uh, we didn't get the right pieces. I don't think any of us ever or said we killed the draft. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think yeah. that ever happened, but I hear you. <laughs> we were excited about the draft. Especially yeah. last year, we were super excited about the at the end of the draft last year. We were we we, we thought we had something, and we kind of you know it kind of worked out. I mean. AJ Terrell was definitely, definitely Thomas's best well, we remember, piece leaving though. out. And, and we, the last most of the teams we beat yeah. were teams with losing records. I, I'm not we talking about that. I'm not talking about. Records. I'm not talking. I'm not talking about as a team. I'm talking about individual players that we pick. And AJ Terrell is definitely a top quality second pick. Year, though second year, I, I respect that of uh, a second year guy. He was yes. doing good in his first but year. He was, but he was doing that in his first year. Yeah, he was doing it in his first mm, year. He he got off to that cow pit slow start though. A lot of penalties. He got beat a few times. We joked about that. It's the adjustments. He's got to adjust because because the NFL is a lot faster, and you're dealing with better, high quality players. When you're in college, you're you're dealing with with, with players who are just playing because they got a scholarship. Their goal is to not to go to the league. They want to graduate school, and football is paying for their school. That's the only reason why they're on the field. But then you have those players when you when you when you go to the league. Now these are the players that are getting paid, and this feeds their families. So the the, 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 the quality of, of players on the field is a lot higher. Yeah, and so and so that's what he had to learn. He had to learn to adjust because every receiver plays the game differently. So he yeah. had to adjust to the receivers. He took the but, time, but and, he doesn't see I, those receivers every day in practice before the season started. That's the thing, like, you know, like, they always talk about you have to get adjusted to the speed, but I'm kind of like, you practice, and you're going against, you know, I mean, his first year, Julio was still there, right? Calvin Ridley was there. But, yeah. but you don't practice at 100%. I don't think. I don't I don't think you practice at 100, at 100%. When you're going through drills, you, it's not 100%, and you don't have the that sound of the true. crowd behind you, and you don't have the other team. You don't have the other team in your ear. You don't I've have the other team enough. in your ear. Yeah, they, get, they get at it at practice now. They they get at it, but they don't get at it at a hundred percent to where you have a full game experience when you're guarding somebody. You don't have to worry about crossing patterns and who's going to try to pick you off or or you know what I'm saying pick you a block. You're just focused on that receiver, on covering that receiver. It's not game. It's different from being in the game. I mean, it is a lot different because even the mentality is different. Yeah, I get it's different, but the speed is there, which is the one thing that people always bring up. The speed is different. The speed is different. Well, the speed is the speed in practice because you're going against, you know, take AJ, you're going against Ridley. uh, So why why do a lot of the players, towards the end of their first year, they say, okay, well, when I first came here, it was fast, but now it's starting to slow down for me because they're getting used to the game. They're getting used to real games 
experience. Yeah. That's what yeah. helps. That's what helps them being in games. Practice is just practice. Practice is learning the routes, learning the plays, and doing all, all that. But it's not game time experience, and that's what slows the game down for them. No, I get that, but I feel like that's with any job, though. I mean, how many jobs have you had where? Your first day on the job, you were overwhelmed, and you were like, "Wow!" But I mean, you know, two or three months in, two or three months in, you're like, "Okay, I got this." I'm never okay. overwhelmed at work. But you know, I, I mean, I give it both of you guys the same. You both make bringing up good points. So, uh, I mean, let's let's move on a little bit. Let's talk about um, Julio one last time. <clears throat> okay. And uh, and what the stat? Let's let's bring his stats um, up. Because do we want to do it to him? We got rid of him at the right time. Point blank. Period. No, we totally did, man. And but let me ask y'all that: Do you think Julio's washed up? Um, I don't think he's in his prime anymore. I think he's in the tail end of his career. I don't think he's washed up, but I think he's he's at the end of his career because of all the injuries. Hmm. So it's it's kind of shortened up, shortened up his, his career, if you ask me. But his injuries aren't like real injuries. It's not like he took a big hit or something like that. His injuries are the same injuries every year. It's either turf toe or the hamstring. Well, still you know what I mean? Still an I mean, injury. I, I get it that it's still an injury, but I mean, at some point, a hamstring heals, especially for a, a young you athlete. Turf toe is hard hamstring? to get over. I'll give, I'll give you turf toe. Have you ever pulled a hamstring? I tore a hamstring. You tore a hamstring. And now, 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 when you tore your hamstring, how hard was it for you to walk? I couldn't walk. How hard was it for you to walk? It was incredibly hard to walk. I couldn't walk. But a <laughs> year later, one year later, and if Greg was on the phone, he could okay. tell you this. We set, mean, Byron? We set the um, state record so, in the 4 by 100 So, if Byron so, was on the phone, so we set the state record year, in the 4 by 100 later, when I was young, though. I was 13. That was, and you said a year later. So, you, are you talking about a grown man who, ha, who has maybe two to three weeks rest and gets back out on the field and does it all over again? So, no, this season he didn't play that many games. Have you looked at how many games he played this he, season? He still played. He still he was out this year because of his, he was out six six to seven weeks with his hamstring, and then came back in the playoffs. He still had to play, so we're not giving him a year off to heal. They gave him just enough time to where it didn't hurt. Well, Julio played ten games this season. Let's look but at most of those games. A lot of those games he didn't finish though, right? Because I was watching him. Well, let's he look. Started him, but he didn't ever. He didn't finish the games. Well, let's let's check out his stats for 2020, 2021. Okay. Every since every seems to you don't think he's washed up. Um, let's look at his stats. He had thirty one reception yards. Uh, 31, 31 receptions. receptions. Yeah, 434 uh, receiving yards. One touchdown and average fourteen. I mean, for Julio Jones, who was a freak of nature and we thought was like one of the best wide receivers, those injuries he has are never going away, Aries. We know that. They're never going away. He's always going to have that. We all know that we won that deal, but I think Julio's time is really coming close. But when you look at it, though, he's not the number one receiver on that team. He wasn't the number one on that team anymore. He was coming to a team where they already had a number one, a 
true oh, yeah. number one receiver. Right, right. So, so his right. numbers are going to slip a little bit. And, and the fact that he did have injuries and when he didn't play very many games, that's what the stats show. So, yeah, but I. Well, okay, wait, 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 wait. Let me call up. a timeout on the play, though. So, if he was in Atlanta this year. He would have been the number one receiver. Yes, and and with I think, all the injuries, and I think he would. I know, but I think he would have played more. So, do you think he's going to improve, Harry? Or he's going to be consistent yeah, I, with I, this? I, I, I'm not. I'm, he's going to get older and get better. But I just, I just think he's he's in a spot to where he's not the number one guy. All he has to do is be healthy enough to, like, like Q used to say, be a decoy. Yeah, but that's an expensive decoy. You think, and I don't even think he can do that, because right? Like you said, he played in ten games, but right. I think if you if you dig deep into it for the games, he exited the game early because of the hamstring. You think Tennessee's going to roll with that for you know? Hell I mean, if, no. if, if his contract is not, no, I don't, I don't see him st- 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 staying there. Anybody else going to pick him up? Yeah, I would let's be- see be- because of the name alone. Because it's Julio Jones. Don't want to pick him up, but I mean, but for the money that he wants, right? But no, 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 he's not. Depend on what he wants. Right now, but you don't. But but uh, I I mean, but you don't know where where him and 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 his agent is at. I mean, his agent is probably having that 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 same talk with him. Like like, okay, look, Julio, you're not as good as you used to be, but you're still in high. so you're gonna have to bring down your price a little bit, right? Right. So, so you never know what, what kind of conversations they're having. But we all know Julio. You know, Julio wants his money. That was one of the big issues he had here. Yep, he he wasn't willing to money. take a cut, man. So you think? But he wants to win. But with these numbers, is that a, you think he's willing to do that? He's like, well, you know, if I want to win, I'm gonna have to take a pay cut. To go to some team. You think Julio's going to actually do that or retire? I mean, it's all about his money, so I think he's going to stick around as long as he can. And yeah, that's just the impression I get from the outside looking in. I mean, I don't know the dude's finances, but well, his finances are pretty good. But that's yeah, the- I mean, he's hurting some money. He's not hurting her, hurting her money, but it's just he wants to get paid. I mean, we don't know that. We don't know, high quality we don't know how much family he's supporting. We don't know that. People have overhead in the NFL or in the NBA or any sport. He definitely wants to get paid, but the the, the stats and his injuries are not agreeing with that amount that he's looking for. And, you know, Tennessee got him because of the name, like what you were saying. But we all knew how injured he was, and we couldn't even rely on him as much in the last few years that he was here. So we didn't think he was going to have a turnaround. When Tennessee took him, I was like, uh, "Good luck with that one." Right. I'm not hating on Julio. He gave us everything that he had, but I'm just saying that I think he's not far from from being, you know, leaving the game. If no, no, yeah, I, I think I think he's going to be be pushed into retirement. Uh, uh, you know, what I'm saying a lot s- sooner than he right. would like to be. Right. How old but, is that brother? Anyways, he's in early thirties. Yeah, yeah, he's thirty-two. I want to say. I think Julio is about somewhere around there. Yeah, he's um. Here, I'll look him up. Julio Jones. But you see, guys like the he's thirty-two Jackson still out there just killing it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, but Julio's injuries is uh, he's had that forever. 
the pretty much the majority of the times that he's been with oh, yeah. us. How many games did he miss last year for us? Right. I mean, not, yeah, yeah. I guess you could still say last year because this season's still going on. How many games did he miss last year for us? I mean, he missed. Well, he did. He went with us. Um, well, yeah, last year. Yeah, he missed the majority of, of uh, pretty yeah a lot with us. But like I said, his injuries are not going anywhere. They're just only going to get worse. So that's why throughout the term, I asked the question: Do we think Julio's washed up now? For okay, for, okay. for for well, Julio standards, for Julio standards, for, for Julio I think, I think for, for, for Julio standards. I'm talking the the, the 300 yard Julio. Right. For Julio standards, he's he's past his prime. Oh yeah. He's not. He's not. He's not the guy anymore. But I still think he can help out a team. Yeah. As a number two, maybe maybe a cool number three to come in two plays. You know what I'm saying, and and not play as many snaps as he has been. Right. No, and I agree with that. So I mean, I mean, you want a guy like Julio to stretch the field, right? I don't think Julio's able to stretch the field anymore. I think those days are far behind him. I think the more you no, try to, I think he can. I think he can, but he can't do it. Like you know what I'm saying, the, that the, bad the, hamstring, the, 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 the 45, the, the, the 30 snaps he's used to. I think he can do it. 10, 15 times a game. And it's not just a hamstring either. It's done he I mean, have like that's a all they that's all they were ankle asking for this year. I mean, he I mean you gotta I think we gotta take a, a deeper look, but Julio wasn't asked a lot this year. Well, end of the day, man, Julio's not our problem anymore. I hope he does come back though to retire as a Falcons as far as not join the team, but you know. Oh yeah, sign a one one yeah. day contract, retires a Falcon, go yeah. down in the the Hall of Fame, the Ring of whatever they call it, Ring of Ring of Fire. Yeah, yeah. I hope that really happens. You know, a oh, Ring of Honor. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I hope he put, he gets put up in, in the Ring of Honor. If he gets put up in the Ring of Honor, then I'll start wearing my Julio jersey again. But other than that, it's it's gonna stay in the closet, wrapped in plastic. So. Yeah, I, yeah. I hope it works out that way at the end. I hope you know the personal stuff, the personal bridges aren't burned that he did, he wouldn't want to do that. But uh, all right, but yeah. So. But but Julio did do enough for this team though that he did. He deserves you know the respect of being Julio Jones forever and ever. But totally. But you know maybe maybe when maybe last season should have been his last season. Yeah, is all I'm saying. It should have been, and but you I'm, always want to see your heroes go out on top, and not right, and not what we saw this year in Tennessee with them. Right, right. Well, wish the best to Julio. So, but anyway, and you're listening to the What's Up Falcons podcast. All right, fellas, let's go around the league before we do our predictions, and we'll wrap it up. So let's go ahead and talk about what's happening around the league, man. This is let's talk. There's some things happening. Let's let's start in our own division. So it doesn't seem like we're the only ones going through a lot of turmoil with coaches and players and money. Those stinky ass ain'ts are having the same problems because their coach is calling it quits. Sean Payton is calling yeah, it quits. Yeah, I mean, Sean Payton's calling it quits, but that's still a good Saints team with a lot of weapons. You could probably plug in another coach. Could you imagine Byron? With a $70 million cap hit. Oh. $70 million. So that good Saints team won't be a good Saints team next season because they got to let some people go that clear cap space. 
That's what I'm hearing. Now, that I was not aware of. Good Lord have mercy. <laughs> How did he even himself into that? I would have retired <laughs> two years ago. Right. When Drew Brees right. retired, I would have said, see ya. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's kind of why I think he decided, you know what? This is not going to work out for me. This is not going to end well, so I'm going to leave now. <laughs> Smart. I mean, he had a decent season considering what he had to work with. Joke, and you know, a lot of people said, you know, imagine if Jameis didn't get hurt. Jameis was, you know, doing a decent job. He put up 300 yards a couple of times before he got injured. So, yeah. It, it, it was only a matter of time before Jameis turned back into Jameis. Yeah. Start throwing picks. <laughs> Probably Mr. Mr. 30 for 30 all over again. <laughs> and, and Taysom Hill was not the guy I thought he was going to be. Wow. Hill was not the guy. You, was not the guy who you thought he was. Period. Which Q. I told you from the get go, he was a no, 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 no. Him and, him and those other positions. Now he was a he was a baller. Q, you were running that receiver and wildcat. He handled his business, lining up full time at quarterback. Q, you were playoffs. You were pushing we'll that for about a good playoffs, years, right? Three or four years. I mean, the dude was super athletic. The, 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 was Michael, the white Michael Vick, and he's just Mr. Super Electric, and kind of a gimmick. I knew he was a gimmick. But how is he a gimmick if he could deliver at those other positions? He would line up at no, receiver, no, 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 no. wildcat. He could okay, deliver at okay, those okay, positions. Okay, he just okay. couldn't deliver at quarterback. But, but how long do you think they were going to use him? As a as a wide receiver or running back or quarterback, that's what makes him a gimmick. It was only for a short time. He's it, 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 because they because signed him to a big time contract during the offseason. Yeah, which which and you see the next year, Sean, uh, at the end of the year, I'm sorry, Sean Payton says, you know what, bad idea, I'm out, peace. Because now you're going to have a quarterback controversy. And 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 we both know I don't that think, I don't think you're going to have a con. I don't think you're going to have a quarterback controversy. I think Guaranteed. that whoever Guaranteed. comes in is going to realize Taysom Hill is this. He's a wildcat guy. He He's a lineup at wide receiver guy. This is what he is, and we need a quarterback. I don't but Taysom Hill wants to play gonna, quarterback. That was the only reason why he signed that contract. He, he wants to play quarterback. He doesn't want to do wildcat. He doesn't want to be a wide receiver. He wants to play quarterback. So when Jameis gets healed and he come, if he comes back, you're going to have a quarterback controversy. You guys, you're going to hear it. Oh, who's going to be the starting quarterback for the Saints? It don't matter. They're both trash. Mm-hmm. They're both trash. I agree. Yeah. So but, I would, I would but, pick but, either one of them if, to but, lead my team. But the thing you got out there—that's the wild card. Is you got an Aaron Rodgers that could come to the Falcons, that could come to the, the Saints, that could go to the Buccaneers. Here. And make a difference. I don't think he'd go to Carolina and make a difference. I think Carolina is just not there. But I see him at New Orleans. I don't see him either New Orleans or the Bucks if Tom leaves. But I don't see him here in Atlanta. I don't see him here in Atlanta either. But I'm, I'm just I'm just throwing it out there. Right. Uh, Denver's got a good defense, but the offense. I don't know. I see, I see him in Denver. I've heard that. Denver's been thrown around a little bit. And it seems like these older, older quarterbacks want to go to warm climate or domes. So I think Aaron Rodgers might be interested in playing some more, but, you know, getting into a dome or a warm climate like Brady did. I mean, who knows with that dude? I mean, you know, he didn't even think COVID's real, so. You know. I don't, he doesn't even like women, <laughs> but. 
but uh, so I can't say that I'm sad for him. But um, yeah, man. So Stinky Town, you know, they've back to life, back to reality. Even though their fan base, you wouldn't think that from them, but uh, they are. So we're like, welcome, welcome to the bottom. Well, they better not finish ahead of us next year. Exactly. That's all I can say. That that's a good point, Q. Very good point. All right. Anything else happened around the league, fellas? You want to mention before we uh, start wrapping it up? Not really. I mean, the Rams looking good. Yeah. I don't know about Chiefs that. I mean, good? I mean, you saw what I posted in the chat room. Like people were like, uh, the Rams are pulling the Falcons. Uh-oh. And then when they finally won, it changed back. Like, uh, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, that was a depleted team, but they had Brady. You know, he's never going to give up. When his lip got busted, I was like, oh, it's like Bruce Lee, you know, the dragon type shit. He's going to taste that blood and he can come back and kill him. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you'd like that one, Rock. <laughs> well, speaking of that, man, I mean, we can go into our predictions. I mean, we're down to like the... Um the last, uh, last four, four games. T- yeah, last four games, last four teams. Who do y'all think is going to be last standing? Who do y'all think is going to be um, standing? I, I, Kansas City will be standing. Wait, they got yeah. the easiest road, I think. I think Cincinnati put up a fight. You think? Oh, that, that was my fault. I had a phone call. So you think? I think, I think Cincinnati will put up a fight, but it, I don't know though. But it's yeah, they'll put a, a fight, a but, a I, fight. But, I, but I think Kansas City takes it at the end. I agree. I totally agree with that one. I definitely think Kansas City, who's going to be the other team? Playoffs? Um, I'm hoping it's the Rams. I'm thinking it's the Rams. Uh, I would like for it to be the Rams. I don't want Shanahan back there. The only reason why is Rams is that defense can get at you. We saw him get at Brady yeah. for the first half and a few times in the second half. Yeah. They kind of fell off. I don't know if they dialed it back or what, what was going on or if Tampa made some adjustments, but they let Tampa climb back in that one and it got kind of close at the end, but I think uh, the team with the best defense wins that game. I'm really shocked with the Bills. I thought the Bills would have been at least made it to this coming Sunday. If you watch that game, you understand why the Bills didn't make it. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't. Yeah, why, I didn't watch the watch because it was they. They had a shot. They had a shot, but Patrick was was just the better quarterback on, on the field at that time. I mean, he he drove the ball within 13 seconds and scored a touchdown. They should yeah. uh, the squib uh, kick. Put them overtime. Would it be yeah. different to kick the squib kick? Um. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I was I was saying the Bills should have kicked the ball inbounds so it so it burns off the clock. And also After the Bills scored that last touchdown. I think if they if they would have kicked it inbounds, so 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 they had to run the ball. I think I think the Bills win that game. But to, to give Patrick Mahomes thirteen seconds to to to, to drive eighty yards, well sixty yards or what or whatnot or whatever it was to get. And, and, and the and field goal range with yeah, Tyreek Hill, it was a bad decision. It was, ju- it was just, you know. But speaking of that, man, I saw um, Jim Acosta. I guess he does Sunday Night Football on NBC. He was on one of the shows, and he was talking about the overtime rules in the NFL and how 
gotta go, gotta go, gotta go as compared to college. And and but the the host of the show was like, come on, man, those are the rules. That means that you know don't your team has to be able to do it. You know, it's like it happened to a lot of teams, but. So y'all, what do y'all? I just, I just want to want to know y'all thoughts they on it. They should play an extra quarter, half of a quarter, so both teams, 15, fifteen minutes, so a, a seven thirty quarter, and whoever's winning at the end of seven thirty wins. If you're not winning, you go to another quarter. Oh, so and you're gonna base it on going. time? Yeah, yeah, base it on time instead of just just like they uh, just like uh, Major League Baseball, right. you go inning after inning after inning until they get a winner. What's wrong with doing it the way that? college does. They don't say, oh, if you hit a walk-off home run, then you win the game automatically. No. You go inning after inning. What do you think, Aries? Um, I I, I think I think the, the playoff rules should be changed. I think both teams need to, need to have access to the ball. Right. And then, you know what I'm saying, if you can stop if you can stop the other team from scoring once, once you score it, then fine. Right. But I mean, I, I think I think both teams need to get a chance to touch the ball, especially in the playoffs. Right. The way they were going, shit, that game might be still be going on right now. Yeah, but somebody would have got tired, so it wouldn't have went too far. <laughs> but I hear you, Q. But uh, I, you know, I'm kind of like that too. I think you know both teams should have a chance to to both offense should be able to have a chance to. Um, to have the ball instead of having to rely on your defense because your defense could be super gassed. That's what's happened to a lot of people. Some say it happened to us in our Super Bowl. So, you know. No, our Super Bowl is play calling. Well, it's a lot of things, but, you know. But anyway. But that, I mean, that's been a little controversy as far as the Bills game there. I think the Bills really got, you know, skirted on that. But, uh, it's the rules, so it is what it is. All right, fellas. Well, this has been a good show, man. And I um, thank y'all for everybody being here. I know uh, Byron Lethwich had to ditch out. But uh, this is show 199. Fellas, we've did 199 shows. Would y'all even... That's crazy. That is. Q, you thought we have made it this far? When no, we first started this, not one ninety nine is crazy, <laughs> dude. And then thinking that two hundred probably gonna be next week, crazy. Yeah. I mean, I have edited <laughs> and recorded one hundred and ninety nine episodes of y'all's craziness, man. That's insane, but it's fun. I think you know. I think we did a we 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 have a great product out there. I mean, even since we started, there wasn't a lot of people doing things like this that we saw that was out there but most people have gone to YouTube you know and uh, but there are other podcasts you know we met Aries and stuff it's funny to see how it's grown since we started you know doing just doing our little podcast you know what I mean oh yeah and I appreciate all the hard work you put into it because I know I just come on and just talk you know, in areas we just come on, we just talk, give our opinions, and go back and forth and argue. But at the end of the day, you got to put all these arguments together and make it into a show. And I know that's not easy. It's not, man. But you know what? I love it. Have fun. I love the camaraderie of all you fellas more than anything. You know, 
being able to, you know, to talk to stuff and just catch up with y'all, what y'all doing, you know, y'all, y'all relationships and stuff. But we also be able to talk about the Falcons, social stuff. You know, we're all married, but well, most of us are married or whatever. And pretty much our lives revolve around wives and family and stuff. It's hard to hang out with the fellas. So I look forward to these shows just to have, you know, hang out with the fellas for a little bit because I don't really get to do that as much as I used to when I was younger. I agree. I totally agree. But um, it's all cool, man. I mean, you know, like I said, we met some cool people along the way. And I never would have thought that we met a brother that's on the West Coast that was a diehard Falcons fan. (laughs) (laughs) That's the last thing that I thought that would happen. But uh, we did, man. And, you know, and he's been hanging with us hard ever since, man. We've had some great episodes. So, but I say that because we have number 200 coming up, man. So we hopefully we'll have that out. Super Bowl week. We'll have, I'm going to try hard to have everybody to either, you know, be on or come on this, you know. Mm-mm, we need LG. We need uh, Sammy Social Link. I'm trying to work on that, man. I'm trying to get LG on board. I'm trying to get Sammy. If y'all have any more ideas about who you want to see or whatever, please. I'm trying to get this Chuck thing together. Can you get Chuck nah, that ain't happening, bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, what to try? Come on. What to try? He banned us here. heard the Chuck Smith why he won't be on the show. <laughs> I, thought, I thought he had, but, you know, that's a, that's a whole other thing. But, um, but anyway, fuck Chuck Smith. But, um, oh, oh Ovi Mahaley. Ovi Mahaley. Ovi. We had Ovi and all that. So I want to just reach out to folks and, you know, just have folks not pop in for the entire show, but just pop in and say what's up, and, you know, and a, and a shout out and stuff and and just have fun, man. And think about some of the things we haven't done in a while. And, you know, we have to have Caitlin Q. So I'm going to give you a heads up. We need a Caitlin appearance. Yeah, we need Caitlin, maybe even OJ. We need R. Kelly, Bill Crosby. <laughs> we need everybody. So we're, we're, we're trying to plan that, man. And hopefully we can get a plan for next week. I mean, if it works out, great. But if we feel like it's coming along, but we need a little more time, we can do it after the Super Bowl. But I would like to try to do it sometime next week. But I want to work with everyone's schedule so everyone can be a part of it, you know. So... Um, probably already should have started I've been thinking about it for a while but I hadn't really laid it on you guys until recently but we'll we'll see what happens but uh, want everybody to just uh, stay tuned for that so it should be a great a great episode especially to wrap up the year after you know with the Super Bowl and all that so all right guys well it's been a good one so I'm going to start wrapping it up but uh, is there anything you guys want to Say before we start wrapping it up. We've said it all. All right. The Falcons win the division next season. They really need to. Mm, you want to put something on that? A cliffhanger to next season? Dun, dun, dun. Man, if you don't leave that book shit alone, <laughs> it ain't going to happen. I didn't even say that. I just said anything. Yeah, I know. I, but I know how you think. All right. Save that for episode 200 fellas because <laughs> now I can most something good for episode 200 yeah the Aries on the next episode so we're gonna talk about all the highlights that we had it should be a great time alright I want to thank y'all for checking us out don't forget to check us out on Twitter at what's up Falcons <laughs> who's up there laughing at Aries 
Don't forget to hit us a text at 770-268-0555. And don't forget to check us out exclusively at Armchair All Americans, iTunes, and Spotify. All right, 200, folks. 200 episode, we got to do uh, greatest memories of the show. Oh, yeah. I think uh, the one memory was uh, I can think of off the top of my head is... Um, when uh, Sammy Socialite had to talk to Caitlyn Jenner that one time <laughs> to find out his sexuality, that was a that was a <laughs> that one go down. That one goes down to history. Well, like I said, I'll reach out to Sammy see if he has some time for us, and uh, you know we'll, we'll just take it from there. But definitely send me y'all's ideas, man, of things to do. So if that is it, I will talk to y'all in the next episode. Peace. Peace. Peace, fellas. Playing the latest episode, What's Up Falcons. Check out the What's Up Falcons podcast exclusively at armchairallamericans.com. Subscribe to the What's Up Falcons podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud. Listen to the What's Up Falcons podcast at whatsupfalcons.com. Across California, school food professionals are using their skills to develop recipes that incorporate fresher ingredients and more scratch cooking. Learn how they're cooking up change at schoolfoodpros.org. Grant provided by California Community College's Chancellor's Office.